Hi, my name is Rebecca Ryburn and welcome to the Rebecca Ryburn podcast, a podcast dedicated to activating, challenging and empowering you to close the gap between your potential and your reality. Over on my Instagram, I've been talking a lot about your spark. And if you feel like you've lost it, if you know how you lost it and if you know how to get it back, because as cliche as the word spark is, it's exactly what I remember all too well losing. I was numb, but technically I should have been happy. Life was actually really good, but nothing got me excited and I couldn't feel hope for the future. I couldn't see light at the end of my tunnel. I was a shell of myself. And not everyone would have known because I could turn it on when the moment needed it, but at home with my family, they could unfortunately see that I was just surviving. One night I was changing Noah's nappy, my son, in his bedroom and thinking to myself, again, when I get a nanny, because we live far away from family, I'll be happy. I'll get to start building my career again and just have a break from the monotonous day-to-day life surrounded by my small children, who don't worry, I love very much. But before I could even continue that strand of thought for even a moment longer, I heard a reply in my mind, and this does not happen to me often. It said, you're not going to be happy. When you're away from your kids, you'll just be upset about all the things you'll miss and you'll wish you could spend more time with them. This was the moment I finally realized why I was consistently yo-yoing from happy to unhappy. I'd been putting off living until, until we'd moved to Italy until the kids were being looked after, until I'd started my own business, until I had more time to look after myself physically, until I had more time to spend with God, until my husband was working less, until I spoke Italian fluently, etc. It was like a scene from a movie where in a rewind sequence, I literally scanned back through my life and realized, holy crap, I've always been waiting for an external change in my circumstances to fix my dissatisfaction with life. I'd never actually learned to decide to be happy and content in every season, which meant that every time I'd go to the destination of what I thought would be the solution to the way I felt, I was left so disappointed and ultimately confused. Why wasn't I able to enjoy any of the things I wanted? The answer I found? was the happiness that you seek is not found in the destination. It's in enjoying and finding contentment in the journey, in your right now. You won't be happy when. This doesn't mean you have to be okay with everything staying the same as it is now, but you do have to understand that where you are is part of the journey of your life, that it's teaching you something, And you are becoming who you need to become in order to be ready to receive the thing that you want. Contentment was the first of five keys I discovered that'll get you your spark back. Key number two is challenge. After having two kids, my body was not and still isn't the same. And don't worry, I'm not saying it should be. It's created two humans, so I am actually amazed by it. But I was always determined that having kids was not going to be an excuse for me to hand over my health. So from my new understanding of contentment, I was finally able to recognize that losing weight wasn't going to be the solution to my problems. 
However, my physical and mental health were not in a good way. So I decided to take on a challenge. I didn't wait until I had more time. I didn't wait until I could afford a gym membership or fancy workout clothes. I brought the determination out of myself. If I wanted it, I was going to challenge myself and work for it. Because I didn't know much, but I knew that being able to see results would equal momentum. And that is what I needed. So soon after this, I was listening to the Born to Impact podcast. And in one episode, Joel, the host, was talking about the first ever program that he and the co-host, Dan, released that had major success. It was unfortunately called, but anyway, accurately named, the Extreme Fat Loss Diet, a 25-day challenge aimed at getting results. So I researched the problem, realized, not the problem, the program. I realized it was what I was after, bought it, planned for it, and started it. The program is a five times five day cycle. So essentially you eat and work out differently every day for five days, then repeat the process five times. It's designed so every day you know exactly what you're eating or not eating, depending on the day. And it gives you specific workouts to do each day that maximize the results from what you're eating. It even gives you a full cheat day that I prefer to call a treat day once every five days. Uh, It is not called extreme for no reason, however. It is not designed to be a long-term solution. It is designed to be a quick and effective solution that kickstarts lasting results. Being someone who has never been great at finishing the things I start, this program sorted that out for me. I didn't have to wake up and decide what to do. I knew exactly what I had to do. I had a plan. And often when we feel like we've lost ourselves, example, losing our spark, it's because we have absolutely no idea what we're doing. We don't have a plan. James Clear in his book, Atomic Habits, says, the most practical way to change who you are is to change what you do. Your habits shape your identity and your identity shapes your habits. I had no intention of not finishing this program, but without a clear plan, that likely would have happened. Every day that I completed my workouts and ate a meal in line with the program, I proved to myself that I could one, be a person who finishes things and two, do hard things. I was affirming the identity of who I wanted to become and bonus seeing the reward from my hard work. The results that gave me momentum and allowed me to fit back into my clothes. It also drastically improved my mental health. After every evening run, I'd basically come back a new woman. I'd released endorphins and felt clarity, and it has now become one of my go-to de-stressors. You really can't separate your mental and physical health from each other. They are 100% linked. So whether or not you're a person who needs or wants to lose weight, everyone benefits from including regular exercise into their week. Anyway... I couldn't believe what happened as I underwent what started as a purely physical challenge that in the end became actually a mental challenge too because it got so hard sometimes. I gained so much momentum and I was building really good habits that were reshaping my identity of being a person who looks after myself. This results-driven, consistent, small wins challenge ended up becoming the catalyst for my now sparky life. Because when I proved to myself that I was capable of hard things, I had more faith in my ability to live a life that is going to reach my potential. You can choose any type of challenge, but the only types of challenges I'm aware of that you can physically quantify and actually visually see the results that 
also changes your mental health is a physical challenge. So that is my personal suggestion to you. Key number three is connection. It doesn't have to be drastic, but it does have to be intentional, especially because when you've lost your spark, you feel like you want to disconnect until you've sorted yourself out, until you've found yourself again. But looking back, it was the small little moves I made to counteract the desire I had to withdraw that made all the difference. I didn't always manage it, but when I did, it was building me from the inside. The first of two small challenges I made was when I was breastfeeding Noah every night before I put him to bed. Instead of bringing my phone in whilst I was feeding him, which I did for way too long than I get to admit, and scrolling on Instagram, I left my phone in the kitchen and used that time to pray and connect with God. Sometimes I felt something, other times I didn't, but ultimately I held on to the truth that he, for me, is where my strength comes from, and he met me there. I didn't feel like in that time I could add a big prayer session into every single day, but I could repurpose a habit I'd already created. And the second thing I did was deciding that if I was going to be on social media, which I was, I was going to make it purposeful. I decided to slow down and be encouraging. So instead of just killing time and mindlessly scrolling, I decided to be thoughtful and make what is now our modern day connection meaningful. If I saw something I liked, instead of either just scrolling by or thinking, oh, that's nice, or just getting stuck in the comparison game of their life versus my life, I'd comment something encouraging. And as is the rule of sowing and reaping, what I gave out, I received more of. The key to connection is not forcing yourself to do what you're not comfortable doing whilst you're going through this time of coming back to yourself. It's making the very small changes that in the end make big differences. If we remain disconnected, thinking we're not good enough or we're not ready to talk or withdrawing because you're scared people will see right through you, you'll stay stuck because we need people. We've been created first and foremost, in my opinion, for a relationship and connection to God and secondly, for relationship with others. Connection is key. Number three. Key four is confidence. This key is more of a byproduct because the more that I that what I was actually doing in reality matched who I wanted to be, the more confidence I had. Because I wanted to be a person who is content in every season, every time I found myself having the option to not be but choosing to be, I felt aligned and therefore confident. Because I wanted to become someone who sees things through, every time I would prove to myself that I could do a hard workout, and keep within the eating boundaries during the challenge, I felt aligned and therefore confident. Because I wanted to be a person who cared for others and was connected to God, every time I would make these connections, I felt aligned and therefore confident. Are you getting me here? My confidence was being built from my identity. With a shaky identity, you get shaky confidence. Because remember, your habits shape your identity and your identity shapes your habits. As my new habits were more in line with who I wanted to become, I was fortifying my identity and therefore my confidence. And the more confidence I found in who I've been created to be by God to be, the more confident I felt to step out and be courageous with my potential. Your confidence begins to come from within, from your identity, not only from when circumstances are good, because you know 
who you are. And when you know who you are, you can go on to key number five, which is calling. When I started this journey to getting my spark back, I didn't know that's what I was doing. It's only with the benefit of hindsight that now I understand that all these things I've mentioned so far were leading me to this point. Once I'd gone through the first four keys, the natural progression was to act upon what I feel to be my calling, to live a life that is aligned with my purpose for being here on this earth. It was me taking responsibility for my life and stopping waiting on people or God to do things for me or own my dreams for me. When you've learned contentment, you've experienced challenge and proven to yourself how amazing you really are. When you've connected again to God and to others and you have confidence in who you are, you can live fully alive knowing that you have everything you need already within you to start doing what you're called and purpose to do. You don't need to wait for God to give you a green light. You don't need to wait for somebody to open a wide door in front of you. You need to act to get your spark back again. It's not external. Everything external is simply a means to meet the end of proving to yourself that you in fact have it within you already. You need to start before you feel ready and watch as you discover how alive you'll feel when you're acting in your calling but then how you'll freak out a little, but then how you'll come alive again. Your spark is actually within your control. No one can give it and no one can take it away. So there you have it. The five keys I've discovered to getting your spark back. Let's recap. One, contentment. Two, challenge. Three, connection. Four, confidence. And five, calling. If you've been inspired by this process, I want to invite you to join me on what I've called the results challenge, a 25 day challenge from where from November 6th to 30th, we will undertake together the extreme fat loss diet program. The affiliation, just so you know, has been approved by the creators in conjunction with the mind and identity work that will get your spark back, building great habits. If you do this, you will not finish this the same as you went in. This 25 days together will be challenging, but it'll also be amazing because we'll be doing it as a group. You'll be discovering daily how incredible you really are and how much you truly already have right there within you, as I've proven in this podcast. Also, I can hear the people asking, what if I don't want to lose fat or I don't need to lose weight? Don't worry. You can still accept this challenge. Maybe you don't do the meal plan part, but you can still do the workout part. Because as I said, everybody benefits from physical health. But truly, this is the time for you to take your life back. You don't need to wait for COVID to be over whenever that will actually be. You don't need anyone's permission You are responsible for your life and how you live it. So make it count because we need you and your sparkiness. So join me on this 25-day results challenge. Finish 2020 stronger than you started it and be ready to roll into 2021, living life in full swing, whether COVID is still around messing with our world or not. To register and get more details for the challenge, head to my website, 
rebeccaryburn.com or to the link in my Instagram bio. The challenge includes the full 25-day workout plan, the 25-day meal plan, shopping and food lists, recipes, checklists, workout videos, daily encouragement, a 25-day challenge journal, access to an exclusive Facebook group for all participants, and a few extra bonuses. This is all for €75, or if you're a subscriber, you get a discount. You don't value what doesn't cost you anything, but you are getting way more value in this challenge than you can cover in these prices. I promise you that. But I do commit to you. If you commit to and complete the whole program and find that you haven't seen any results, I'll give you a full refund. That is my security and guarantee to you because I truly am a living proof of this plan and these keys to getting your spark back. I cannot wait to do this with you. So go on over to my website or my Instagram bio link right now to register. And I'll be back with you soon for another episode of the Rebecca Ryburn podcast.